Alright, what's going on guys and welcome back to another episode of the Under the Rim podcast. And it's about to be a hype week coming up next week. Got the last dance. I think it's the last dance of the final dance. I keep getting it. Um like messed up in my head. That documentary comes out, the world is gonna blow up. The world is gonna blow up. Everyone's hyped for this. I saw a tweet today saying Jordan literally was like had to take breaks in the documentary from getting interviewed because he would just start crying, you know? He would just start he would just start crying and he didn't want anyone to see him cry on camera. This man misses just breaking down players so bad that he just starts crying bro and it just it's just the love for the game you know the like the the competitiveness that this man had the the aggressiveness that the that really killer mentality that everyone likes to talk about you know you can still see he still has it yeah i bet if you anything if he could still go he would go you know and like he doesn't take no shit from no one so i'm not the biggest jordan fan but i'm i'm pretty hyped for this you know i'm I'm excited to see what's going on behind the screens, you know, this like behind those those six titles, you know. Like we just got to see the games and you know and how they won, but what happened behind the screens was there chemistry issues. Were they, like were they tired, injured? Like how LeBron broke his first ha- uh, broke his hand in the first game of the 2018 finals. Like were there injuries? Were, like were there chemistry issues? Like there's a lot of stories I want to hear, and I'm really... I saw all the celebrities and athletes that are going to be in this documentary, and it's crazy, bro. We're going to talk about this guy's impact on the game. The, I'm telling you right now, the NBA world is going to blow up, and everybody who is everybody will be watching this documentary because that everybody knows, even if you don't watch basketball or you don't or you aren't interested in basketball, everybody knows who Jordan is. Everybody who knows the name who Michael Jordan is, bro. He's one of the most famous people on the planet, all right? And this documentary is gonna be hype. I think it, hopefully it could be bigger than Tiger King. You know, I don't know. And like Tiger King was enjoyable, but hopefully the document, this Jordan documentary, really does go viral because I think it's the perfect time to release it. Yeah. So before I get into more Michael Jordan stuff, because this episode is gonna be kind of more Michael Jordan oriented, I guess to prepare some hype for the next for the upcoming documentary, uh, I just want to talk about quick the horse challenge that happened. <laughs> like that that i don't even know what to say i'm that that was garbage that shit was garbage bro and i get that the nba and all of them are doing the best that they can but that was garbage bro like i only got to see a little bit of the i didn't even watch it i just see clips on twitter of the trey young chauncey billups and it was pixelated it was laggy it was like recorded on a 2002 flip phone it was one of the worst things i've ever seen produced it was like I was watching a bandy cam or bandai cam or whatever that used to be called. It would that it was hor- horrendous, and I, I think I saw it yesterday that Mike Conley won on an over the backboard shot. I just got a notification from the from the app, and literally nobody cared. I didn't see anybody tweet about that. I didn't see nothing about Mike Conley winning this. It was the most hollow and empty win that I've ever seen, and I feel so bad for this guy. But it's not even his fault. They tried. The NBA tried. Like, they're just trying to stall until they can get, a, like, a an answer, a reasonable answer, you know? And what am I thinking? I'm thinking, I saw a tweet from Woj saying that Adam Silver said anything's on the table at this point. They don't They don't necessarily have a date of when they're going to anna- make an announcement, you know? If, if they're bringing back this, uh, the season, they're canceling it. They said there's plans of even pushing the next season a little bit more forward, you know? So who knows? I think they should, cause I think they should continue the season. This has never been, this is something that's never been encountered by the NBA. Yeah, they had lockout seasons, but like you knew the NBA was coming back for sure. Now you you don't, you know. So 
who knows who knows how this is gonna go on but at least we have this documentary coming up to talk about and bro ever since the documentary been announced this whole week first take has been going brazy first take has been going crazy all the jordan lebron comparisons all the jordan whoever comparisons how good was that that bulls team and the first thing i want to start off with is bill lambeer he was saying that bill lambeer himself was on the bad boy pistons he played against mj and he said himself that lebron is better and do you just want to say yeah it's because mj like michael jordan waxed y'all after y'all waxed him or you're just still salty you could say that you could say he's still salty but you could say that this man actually played against michael jordan and he is actually watching lebron so who knows i'm like you're, you're you know me i'm saying lebron all the way but that's because i'm a lebron fan but i don't know bill lambeer bill lambeer it's it's kind of it's kind of weird to me because you know he was on the Pistons, and he could be harboring some feelings against Jordan. And then I saw another thing. I think Shaq posted on his story. It was, can the three-peat Lakers beat the Bulls? And Shaq was like, yes, without hesitation. This man did not question it. Nothing. And everyone is disrespecting the shit out of Shaq. It was, was it the the three-peat Lakers? I swear it was the three-peat Lakers. Hold on, let me check. Because it was either that or they took, like, their fantasy five on the Lakers or something like that. And either way, I saw the comments were just filled with Lakers, 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 Lakers. Let me see here. Oh, yeah, here we go. Okay, so it wasn't the three-peat Lakers. It was everything five-on-five. So you had the the prime bulls were Michael Jordan, Scotty, Rodman, um, Derrick Rose, I forget the last guy's name. I'm blanking here, bro. I'm blanking. But then on the Lakers side, you have uh, um, Anthony Davis, Shaq, Kobe, Magic, and LeBron. You already know Lakers are taking that all the way, bro. What the hell? Nobody. Okay, so my thing is Jordan will get his, but also Kobe will, you know? Magic. No one's got a Magic. Okay, no one's got a Magic. But no one's. I don't think. Can Magic stop a Derrick Rose? prime Derrick Rose we're talking about you know this is the guy who took on the heat by himself and won a couple of those games again I don't think um I don't think he's stopping Derrick Rose but I don't think Derrick Rose can stop magic on the uh on the passive and just creating like shots for everyone you know no one's stopping Shaq Shaq is the biggest x factor in these games you know LeBron will get his uh AD will get his but Shaq bro he is eating he is eating eating in the paint okay he is destroying in the paint i think i think when it comes up to the lakers and the bulls right here like like that fantasy matchup you already know that the lakers are taking it for sure if it was the best of seven game series they're sweeping them okay the sweeping or at least giving it going in five because michael jordan pulled something out of it pulled something out of his ass i don't know you know but <laughs> It's crazy going up to this documentary, how much hype. I haven't, I haven't seen this much hype in a hot minute, you know. And it's been it's kind of interesting to me to see because, yo, like this guy Jordan was was insane. I was just I was just reading a couple of these crazy stories and I got reminded by the time he ended, he literally ended Muggsy Bogues' career. That like I don't like, and then you're like, oh, what season-ending injury? A lot of you people, a lot of people like just regular basketball fans, they might not know this. A lot of my friends might not even know this. I know some who really deep dive into the basketball stories that they'll know. But bro, if you guys, if you guys have never heard this story, so basically what happened was, I think they were playing the it was either Charlotte and Bulls, whatever team Muggsy was on at the time, and then Muggsy had the ball and Jordan was guarding him and Jordan was like, shoot it, you effing midget, and this guy shot it, missed, and after that his career was never the same. 
His career was never the same. This man ended his career with words. With words, bro. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, the. I think even Muggsy said himself it was weird after that. And this man... This man has the competitiveness, the killer mentality all the way through the ending. Now, I'm searching up a couple of stories right here. Just crazy Michael Jordan stories that we really didn't hear. And, you know, someone is like, this man right here, there's a video of him betting $500 with a fan at a golf charity event and winning it. This guy had no remorse. He didn't give a shit if he was at a golf charity event or nothing. Nothing, bro. And there was time where he repeatedly duped Scottie Pippen out of $100 by betting on pre-recorded races. This guy's a snake. This guy's a snake for that. Well, you, how are you going to do like that? When he intimidated the bull, the bullets by smoking his cigar. So the bullets used to be called the Washington Bullets before they got called the Washington Wizards. Yo, and then my fa- I think one of my favorite stories was the uh, the Dikembe Mutombo story, you know, when they were sitting in the locker room and he's like, you haven't gotten me yet, Mike, like you haven't dunked on me. And literally like a couple months later, this guy yammed on his head and then did the finger wag at him. And I was like, oh my God, bro, <laughs> shot the free throw with his eyes closed. Yo, it's crazy. What Was he doing, uh, was it Larry or was it Jordan that did the story where, um, did the story where he he counted down his points he said i was going to get this many points to his defender like say he said 40 or something every time he scored he's like 38 36 or like he didn't tell them he just started counting down for no reason and he started counting down how many points he had. That, that is the coldest shit i've ever heard in my life okay just imagine you're guarding somebody and they're like 38 36 34 32 and then you're like, what the hell is he talking about? And then you look at the scoreboard and you're like, bro, this guy is, this guy dropped 40 on me. What? Where did that come from? And when he hits zero, he just looks at you. Oh, man. I think, is Jordan one of the best trash talkers in the like ever in the NBA? Is he the best? Or would you give it to guys like Reggie, uh, Gary Payton, Garnett, Larry Bird? Now, honestly, if you ask me, I think it's Larry Bird. I think Larry Bird is the GOAT trash talker. After all the, after all the, um, the sh- the shit I've heard this guy talked the crazy stories bro this guy was telling people what he was gonna do before the play and then do it like and then do the exact thing in the clutch too bro this guy was like it would be like he'd be down a point about to win the game he's like yo I'm gonna pull up from here and I'm gonna drain in your face and I'm gonna win the game and he did it and then there was one time where he went up to like the the bench of like I forget which team he's like I got a present for you. This guy made a three and t- and turned around looked at them and said Merry Christmas. Like bro, <laughs> what y'all? What I'm telling you, Larry Bird is one of the coldest players to ever lace up a pair of sneakers. And people need to put more respect on this man's name, bro. Larry Legend is one of the goats. But then you can't you can't really exclude exclude the other trash talkers. You know like KG telling Carmelo that Lala tastes like Cheerios. Bro, are you are you crazy? But you can't even say nothing because that's KG. This man will stab you in the neck. And like it's it's insane to me when I hear these stories because I, that's what I was saying. Like Larry Bird has to be the goat trash talker if you ask me. You know, like Jordan was up there, Kobe was up there, but Larry Bird was on a whole another level of trash talk, bro. Like just by looking at him, you think he wouldn't be able to do shit, but then he drops seventy on your head and you'd be like, huh? 
the stories I've heard, bro, it's it's is crazy, bro. Like when you tell someone what you're gonna do and do it, talk trash to the bench. I didn't think he was dropping. There's another story where he was dropping like 50 on a guy, and he went up to the bench. He went up to the coach, and he's like, "Can you sub someone in who can guard me? Like this man cannot guard me, bro." And the coach is like, "I don't know. Like, what do you want me to do for that? Like, what do you want me to? He can't guard you. I don't know." <laughs> Imagine being that good, that good at the game. It's it's crazy how you only won three championships. I think it's because like injuries took him out his lower back injuries and then magic johnson like if you if i had to line up trash talkers i think it'd be bird jordan probably gary payton kg maybe there's a lot of good trash talkers kobe maybe is in there kobe did kobe talk a lot of trash i think he did he did kobe really did talk a lot of trash but you never would see it you never really see it until you hear the stories that players talk about I think that the one was there's one Jordan one I was just about to talk about that was really crazy. Yeah, it was when the time Magic Johnson, you probably you guys have probably seen this on Jimmy Kimmel. The time Magic Johnson talked trash to Jordan, and but it was only one time, the first time he's ever talked trash, and he said, and there was the Team USA scrimmage game, and he's like, if you don't become Air Jordan, we're gonna blow y'all out, and this man turned into this man turned into Air Jordan. This guy was like turned into Mike, bro, and he he did a three sixty poster, bro. In a, in a practice game. So, you know how crazy you have to be to attempt a 360 poster in a practice game? Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> what you on, bro? Yo, that's what that reminds me. Have y'all seen? That was the funniest thing I've seen. Uh, one of the funniest things I've seen. Um, it was... What's his name, bro? I'm I'm blanking here. Am I? Uh, Iman Shumpert. Iman Shumpert. He was talking about the game where he was on the Knicks versus the Lakers. And Kobe started going off bro Kobe said he started like Iman Shumper was lighting him up well not lighting him up exactly but like scoring on him in the first half I think and then third quarter came or something and Kobe was like good game and then there's like what the game ain't even over yet and then this guy bro this guy started lighting them up bro and then when he did the he did the off the off the backboard pass to Gasol and then you want Trumper's like, bro, what you on, bro? Like, what's wrong with you? What the hell is wrong with you? Hey, bro, I miss Kobe so much, bro. There's so much things that I love to hear this guy talk about, honestly. And he was, to this day, like, even after he retired, this guy was still on it, bro. You try to disrespect him. He's like, nah, someone asked him who's the best out of you. Uh, you, Jordan, uh, LeBron. And he said, me, of course. And then LeBron, not uh, Jordan, and then LeBron. I'm like that always that always wondered me you know who would win in a 1v1 like at their primes Kobe or Jordan because they were so similar you know but Kobe's game like he could shoot threes better than Jordan you know I think Jordan was more athletic probably more athletic I think but then his shooting wasn't as good so who knows you know who really would have won that and they both played incredible defense so who the hell knows who can I can't I can't tell you who would win that matchup it's just, it's just crazy to me, but I'm really, I'm really, really hyped. Like, I'm just reading these stories for this documentary. Like, the time um, he jumped on, he dunked on John Stockton, and then, like, I'll just read you the story. So, the details are somewhat, like, here and there, but the story goes like this. Despite being an all-time great, Stock, uh, John Stockton only stands at six foot one, which is pretty small by NBA standards. A disgruntled jazz supporter took this into account, yelling at Jordan, pick on someone your own size. Or some like pretty much something along those lines. Jordan was like, I right, nod his head. 
and Mel Turpin, Utah's backup center, suffered the consequence. He's six foot eleven, bro. This guy's almost a foot taller than Stockton. As he ran back down the floor, Jordan yammed on his head, turned to the heckler, and he said, "Was he big enough?" And I was like, "Oh my god." My, I hope I hope they have that in the documentary. All these stories I'm talking about, I hope they have this in the documentary. When he punched Steve Kerr in the face, the Muggsy Bokes thing, this thing, I have they have all of these documentaries. But I hope they also deep dive into the the conspiracies. You know, like why he left to play baseball. Was it a suspension? Was it the gambling? Was it that he just want to play baseball? Like. What really happened in the flu game? Was he sick? Was it food poisoning? Like, I hope they really deep dive into all these, all these different things, you know, that, that I've always been curious about when it comes to Jordan. Because I never got to watch Jordan growing up, you know? Um, and even if I did, it was, like, at the ass end of his, like, career when he left, when he was on the Wizards. Yeah, he was still doing good on the Wizards, but, like, you didn't get to see Mike, bro. You didn't get to see him when he was dominated. Like... By the time I was growing up, it was like Kobe, AI, LeBron, Durant, like the same guys we have now. But you didn't get to see, like, I didn't get to see Jordan in his prime. So this documentary is going to be really interesting for me to watch. And I guess it's going to give me a new perspective. And I'll tell you guys what I think about it next week when after I finish it. And some of the interesting things I could pull out of that documentary. So I'm super looking forward to this. It's it's going to be hectic. It's going to spawn memes. It's going to break the internet. I'm telling you right now, the LeBron versus Jordan documentary, not documentary, LeBron versus Jordan conversation is about to get insane. Get ready for Skip Bayless tweeting some bullshit after he finishes the documentary. Like, LeBron could never do that. Like, huh? That's why I kind of don't want it to, like, I'm kind of like, eh, on it coming out too because everyone's just going to shit on LeBron for no reason. This man's going to be vibing at his house watching the documentary and getting hate on hate for no reason. But who knows? That's that's why we love ball, you know, to play it, to debate it, to do all these different things. And like, bro, it just it sucks not having the NBA around right now, you know, because we'd be in the playoffs, you know, we'd be gearing up. Who knows if any upsets would have happened? Who knows who is winning it? I had LeBron winning his fourth ring this year, you know, and AD getting his first one and cementing AD as one of the best big men in the league, you know, and AD wasn't even get injured that much this year. Knock on wood. But it's 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 insane to me. But yo, that's that's all I can really say for now. Just I'm hoping, I'm hoping the the Lakers, not the Lakers, the NBA comes back soon. I hope they announce something that they're gonna bring it back in like July, August. Hopefully, I'm thinking. I don't think it's gonna be June now. Definitely not May. May is too close. They don't even have a vaccine. So what can I say? I know the NBA players want to play desperately. If they can find a way to quarantine the players in like a building and have like all of them not go not really ex- like out and really expose themselves, then maybe. But can you really risk it? Because if one of them get infected, it's over. It's over for the entire league. That's like a super huge risk. So whatever they're coming up with, I respect. If they, I just I'm gonna get super upset if they really cancel the season because this has been suspended. If they cancel it, it's over. But Anyways, that's all I really want to talk about for you guys right now. Let me know if you guys want me to talk about anything different in the next week's episode. Anything you guys want me to cover, any debates, stories, conspiracies, anything you want me to talk about. Thank you so much. If you haven't yet, you want more content, check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Thank you so much, and I'll see you guys next week.